Welcome to Had a Magical Day, the podcast about Disney parks that's like taking a vacation in the middle of your day. Hello, welcome to another exciting episode of Had a Magical Day. I'm here with my good friend Scott, and we have another good friend joining us today. He's gonna. He just actually got back from Disney and kind of um, went with a slightly non-traditional family unit. So we're going to talk about that. And we're also going to talk about an experience there that almost brought him to tears. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome our good friend and soon to be your good friend, uh, Brian. Hi, everybody. Hey, Brian. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for doing the show. No problem. Thanks for having me. Hey, before we get to all that good stuff that Andrea mentioned, I just want to have you hit one item for me. Um, so we're taping this show. It's like mid-September. It'll probably air in October. Um, I was there in January during the height of COVID, and I talked about it on the show. And I know they changed their regulations a little bit in the summertime. So what was it like when you were there in regards to that? Was it, were there masking, social distancing? What was uh, the um, outside? Outside, it was the Wild West. Uh, but once you went in a building, they were pretty adamant about making sure you had your mask on. Hmm. Um, but other than that, if you weren't in a building, they they didn't care. OK, so walking around the park, you didn't need a mask. Didn't need a mask. No, no real social distancing. Uh even in lines, even in lines. Uh, and, and like, you know, the way they would shuttle you, you know, how you go on a ride and they'll shuttle you into a room and just, they'll, they'll fill up that entire room. Yeah. Uh, as long as you have your mask on. That's so. Yeah. All right. Did they do uh, temperature checks anymore too? Or are those gone? No, 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 no temperature checks. Okay. So pretty easy in and out. Yeah. How were the crowds there? Was they were alike? great. No, this this was great. I guess uh, I guess September is their slow season. So we went Labor Day week. Uh, we went from Sunday to Sunday and that Monday was Labor Day. And um, I mean, I don't know what the what the crowds normally are. I don't know what they were when you were there, but we really didn't have to wait for anything. Uh, yeah, the crowds are pretty, pretty light, I would say. Yeah. If you didn't have to wait yeah. too long, then, yeah, it was probably pretty, pretty late. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our longest wait was an hour. Oh, okay. yeah, that's, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. 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 So, Brian, like when you say you didn't have to wait for anything, so you had like an hour long wait, but like most rides, like 10, 15 minutes, and then you're kind of on for like an average ride or. Yeah. I mean, oh. uh, they, the app, the app was great because it tells you what, uh, you know, what the lines are for every ride. And, uh, and if you can time it up, I was going from park to park every single day and kind of seeing when the dead times were. And uh, I think. The, the Avatar Ride the Banshee ride, that that was our longest wait. That was an hour. Other than that, everything averaged from like maybe 15 minutes, yeah, or nothing. Well, it was either 15 minutes or nothing at all wow. for a ride, yeah. That's very good. That's similar to what I had in, in January, although I had a slightly, couple slightly longer lines. But yeah, that Flight of the Banshee, anytime you can get that in an hour, that's that's pretty great. Because yeah. usually, it's, you know, before the pandemic, it was two hours, three hour wait for that ride. Really? Yeah, that's insanity. That's so long. So uh, tell us a little bit about why you went. Let's start with, with that. Why, why'd you go on this trip? Uh, you know, it was it was actually my mom that kind of pushed me to go. Uh, my son is the greatest kid in the world. He's so sweet and so kind. And and if there's any kid that like deserves a Disney trip for the way they behave, it's it's my kid. 
And, uh, and it was my mom, maybe six months ago, it was right around his birthday, right around May. You know, she's like, I'd like to see him go to Disney. I, I'd like to see that. And, uh, and I talked about it with my ex and we went, we took him. We, I went with my ex-girlfriend and our son to Disney. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. And that's when I said slightly untraditional, because usually it's like, all right, current partner or whatever. But that's nice that the three of you were able to go to Disney and have a great week together. I know a lot of married couples and their children have trouble doing that. So let alone a couple that's not quite together. That was one of the best parts of the trip for us was laughing at the families arguing. <laughs> like, that's what we like. We like me and my ex and me. I mean, we're it, it, it's funny. People are like you guys should do a co-parenting podcast. And it's like, I don't think we need to do a co-parenting podcast. It's not every episode would be the same thing. It's compromise. Do what's best for the kid. Be patient, put your ego to the side, put your pride to the side every once in a while. And uh, and if you do that, you can probably build a pretty good relationship with your former partner like I did. You know, it wasn't all it wasn't all bells and whistles from the beginning. I mean, we had to work to get where we are now. But, you know, I can safely say my ex is probably my best friend still. You know, I can talk to her about anything. She helps me through stuff. I help her. And uh, we have a great, great relationship. And, and I didn't want to and I don't want to take him on a trip. And I would hate for her to take him on a trip of this magnitude. Like, I want her to see his face when he sees this stuff for the first time, mm-hmm. you know, and, and she wants me to see my face when he sees this stuff for the first time, you know, and and, you know, it, it, it would have sucked if, if one of us took him without the other. Yeah, no, that's great. Because like I said, it's a big moment, like your first Disney trip. So you got to all share it. So yeah really special yeah. And, she, and, oh, and she had never she had never been either so it was fun watching her oh wow go through disney too yeah and not to get all like child psychology on us because we're, we're certainly that's not our role but i just think that's like a wonderful you know model for your son to see that two folks that okay relationship didn't work out and that's okay we can still be friends we can still respect each other and still co-parent and I just think that's so valuable for him and kind of when he grows up and finds himself in whatever relationship he may find himself in to have this, this model of you two. Yeah. And I think your advice about co-parenting is like, I think spot on uh, for Disney trips. You got to be patient. You got to compromise. You got to work through stuff. You got to, you got to. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there was one point on the trip. It wasn't at Disney, but I thought about it after. And it's like, oh, if we were together, this, this would have been a blowout. It would have been a blowout <laughs> moment. We were at we were at Gatorland. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Gatorland. Oh yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if it's like if Joe Exotic was into lizards, this would be this would be the place. <laughs> so we're there and they have like a splash pad. And uh we go in and my ex gets really excited. She's like, Oh, they have a splash pad, it's a hot day. She's like, Trenton can go in the splash pad. And I'm like, well, why don't we walk around first? And she's like, Well, I didn't bring a bathing suit. She's like, I want to buy a bathing suit. And, and it was like right there that like a regular couple that would have turned into an argument, right? Like we don't need the bathing suit. She wants to get the bathing suit when you're broken up. It's like, Hey, if you want to buy him the bathing suit, go buy him the bathing suit and have fun with it. She bought him the bathing suit. He didn't wear it once. <laughs> he <didn't> wear it. <laughs> that's, that's a great point because any kind of Disney trip uh, or any kind of big trip, there's so much logistics, especially with the Disney trip. We have all the rides and try to figure out like what's busy, when to go to here, when to go to there. Mm. And like, if you're not a couple that's used to working things out like that, 
it can cause a lot of friction points there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's just where that, that compromise comes in. You know, just if she wants to buy the maid suit, let her buy the bathing suit, you know? <laughs> and then, and then the rest of the trip, it was, you know, you know, the next day I'm, I'm packing up, we're going to Aquatica. And I'm like, oh, do you want to wear the bathing suit from Gatorland? And I'm holding up like this is the bathing suit. Oh, do you want to wear one of these bathing suits? We have the Gatorland bathing suit. And, you know, we're packing up. I'm like, I'm like, make sure you put the Gatorland bathing suit in one of the cases, the suitcases. Me, don't leave that behind. Yeah. So you know, also a good sense of humor along with the compromise. Yeah, yeah you gotta have it. You gotta have it. So yeah. did did your son love it? Did he have like the time of his life? Oh yeah, he he absolutely enjoyed it. His favorite ride was Space Mountain. Uh, his second favorite ride was the Teacups, hmm. and then from there it was all the stuff at uh, Hollywood Studios. Now tell me, like when you first when you first came into the park, like what was the first park you went to, and how did you get there? Did you go by car? Did you were you in the park already at one of the hotels? Or yeah, we stayed at Pop Century. Hmm. We stayed at Pop Century, which. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever stayed there, but it's like the Disney. It's the same layout as Disney Animation, Pop Century. I'm sure All Stars is the same way where you got like six or seven buildings. So if anybody's going, look at the map of the resort you're going to. Uh, we got stuck on the 50s generation uh, on the far side of the property. So we had to walk a quarter mile to get food every day. Uh but it was a good it was a good stay. It was quiet where we were. So we stayed there, took a bus to Animal Kingdom. That was day one. Mm. Animal Kingdom. And so like when you got to the park, Animal Kingdom doesn't have like the big grand entrance the way some of the other things like the Magic Kingdom does. But like what what kind of what got him excited in in when he when you got into Animal Kingdom? Uh, you know, nothing did because it looked <laughs> like it looked like a zoo. It looked like right. our zoo at home. So we're walking in and he's like, oh, this looks like our zoo. And I'm like, oh, it's going to get better. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then we and then we pull out. I'm like, look at the tree, the tree of life. I go, like, look at the tree. And he goes, he goes, it's a he goes, it's just the bigger version of these trees. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but those have animals in them, you know, and he couldn't be bothered with that. I wanted to get to that Avatar ride. <laughs> and so once we started going through uh, Pandora, that's when he started to like, you know, like look around and like, what is this? And you start seeing things growing out and, and, uh, and you start hearing all the noises of Pandora. Then he started to get sucked in, but it was that first ride that, that really got him into Disney where you're in line, you're outside for a little bit. Then you go in the, the mountain where they actually have the ride yeah. and it takes you through the story of the ride. And that's when he started to get sucked in every, every piece of the line that we went into his eyes just lit up and he's looking around, he's taking in the information. And then we got to the front of the line, we got to the front. He was just, he was ready to go. He was amped up at that point. Uh, yeah. What do you think yeah. of like, you mentioned the line experience. What do you, what did you think about when you saw, when you actually see like the Navi in the tank there? Oh, that, that was incredible. Watching that guy float around and, and, and I'm like, I'm like, son, that's where we're going to be. We're going to be that guy. So he's like, how'd they get him in a tank? How'd they get him here? What is that thing? Because he's never seen Avatar. He has no clue what this is. I'm bringing him to this place. And all of a sudden, there's a blue dude floating around in a, <laughs> in a container. <laughs> and he had no clue what he was in for. And then when he got into then when that ride started, he was sucked in. He was sucked into Disney from that moment. 
that's that's my favorite ride that's my all-time favorite ride i'm just blown away by it every single time and uh so i can imagine like your first disney experience is that ride that's that's pretty good yeah yeah it was incredible it was incredible almost the risk there like andrew points out is like there might not be anything better than that like but he seemed like he liked that he liked magic kingdom space mountain and stuff so yeah, and it was really funny. Later on that day, we, we had the park hoppers. We would go to Epcot. And I love Epcot for the cheesiness of Epcot. Like, I don't think that park has changed since I was a kid. Like, it's all pretty much the same stuff, except for the, the Nemo building was new. And we didn't even go in there. But they had the Imagination Ride and uh, what, what Living Off the Land. The Living Off the Land boat ride. Yes. We went on that later. Like- it's like to go from flight of the banshee to the living <laughs> on the land boat ride at epcot and we and we enjoyed it just the same because it was just a different energy we just enjoyed laughing at it <laughs> that's cool yeah it's still the same as it was when we were kids i mean yeah plants growing upside down and stuff <laughs> yeah it's the same it, 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 nothing at epcot has changed and i think i like that a lot yeah like the pavilions haven't changed but they do have a couple of newer rides like they're yeah test track uh, last time you were there mission space or whatever yeah no not when i was a kid that stuff's all new yeah, yeah. now but, did your did your mother go as well you said it was her idea did she actually go no 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 i don't she would not have made it this trip she, uh, her my mom and my dad would not have been able to walk although we would have got the scooters yeah. for the front of the line but uh but yeah I, I had to text my mom like five or six pictures every day mm-hmm. now you're you're uh your girlfriend, or ex-girlfriend, whatever, however you refer to her, uh, what was her favorite? Because it was her first time too. So, what was her favorite moment? Uh, you know, she liked the dinosaur ride at Animal Kingdom. Okay. The uh, I don't even know the name of it. Dino. I, just, I dino, think it's just dinosaur. Dino. Yeah, or something like dinosaur. that. Dinosaur. She yeah. liked dinosaur. We went on yeah. dinosaur, and we we get off the ride. She goes, "Can we go on that again?" And I'm <laughs> like, "Sure." We go on again. She's like, "Do you think they'll let us go on a third time?" I'm like, "What is it with this ride? Like, what are you doing? Like, it's just..." It just kind of jerked you around. You see dinosaurs in the dark. And it brought my ex back to when she was a kid riding around with her mom in the car. Like that's because her mom drives like a psychopath. So <laughs> I she, say her, her mom was a dinosaur, but okay. Yeah, because her mom was a dinosaur. Her mom was a, <laughs> her mom was a dinosaur. Uh, but she, it brought her back to her childhood. Just that dinosaur ride. It was very fun. Uh so that was her favorite ride. And then she liked all the mountains, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. Now, how old is your son again? I think you've said the- 10. 10. Okay. So is he, he's kind of a little on the older side. Did he not care like, about characters and stuff in the park? You know? That was, yeah, that was the thing. We were on a mission. We were on, there was no shows. We didn't see any shows. Uh, you know, no characters. He wasn't into that. And, and I don't blame him. I mean, he's 10, he's 10. you know? Yeah. I, and I, and I get that, but uh, it would have been nice to just watch a show, just take a rest. I mean, we, we were <laughs> averaging about, I think we averaged about 16 miles a day walking. So you, you guys were like rides, 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 and then more rides. And stuff oh yeah. Like we were like, we were rides. We did the magic kingdom in a day. Right. Yeah. Which is unheard of. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how Andrew and I tend to do it. Uh, although I'm starting to slow down a little bit, I, I tend to do a couple, taking a couple of shows to break up the day. Yeah, uh, I would wish. Did you do any? <laughs> what about the uh, fireworks at night? Did you see any of the fireworks shows? Or we did. Uh, Epcot had fireworks every night, and uh, so the night that we were at Epcot, we're like, oh, let's 
watch the fireworks, and we'll leave halfway through because we had to take the Skyliner to Pop Century from Epcot. We got the Sky. Have you guys ridden the Skyliner? Yes, when I was in January, it's the first time I, I rode on it. It's pretty cool. You can get that, it. It was the bane of my existence, Scott. Oh, really? <laughs> I hated that Skyliner. I, I like the idea of a Skyliner. I like going from place to place in a Skyliner, but it's September in, in Orlando. They're, they were constantly shutting it down. Oh, really? For, for Thunder. So oh. you never yeah. knew if you could just get on the Skyliner. <laughs> so that first night, we're watching the fireworks. We're like, all right, let's get on the Skyliner. We're watching from the Skyliner. And they had shut it down, so we had to walk all the way around Epcot back to the front because the, the Skyliner is in the back of Epcot where the World Fair is. That was called the World Trade Center. Uh, but the World, yeah, World yeah, Showcase. That's, weird, that's way different. Uh, yeah, the World Showcase. So it's on the opposite side where the World Showcase is. So when they shut it down during the fires, we had to walk all the way around. If we didn't leave uh, when we did, we would have been we would have been stuck for hours. Or you had to walk all the way around to get the bus. You had to, yeah, we had to walk all the way around, catch the bus, wait for the buses to get loaded up, because uh, they don't have buses for the for the Pop Century and uh, animation properties. It's all Skyliner. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Yeah, wow. so it's not like you have an option, one or the other. It's like you got to take the Skyliner, and if it's not working, you take the bus. That's it. Those are your only two. You don't options. have a bus. Yeah, it's That's not even an option. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I I stayed at the Caribbean Beach, and they had you had the bus or the Skyliner those are your choices really yeah yeah no not us there's like a big old sign next to the line for epcot that says you got to take skyliner then you got to walk quarter mile to the skyliner and then they shut it down um then you go to a quarter mile back to the bus yeah man yeah but uh but yeah and then and then we then we watched the we caught the fireworks on the skyliner uh one of the nights and that was awesome that was some of the best fireworks ever yeah, that has to be a great view from up there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're above everything, your eye level with it. And then when we got back to the hotel from where our balcony was, you can still kind of see the fireworks over the trees. So that was pretty cool, too. Excellent. Yeah. Um, was there like a particular like family moment that stands out, you know, other than like your favorite rides? You know? um, I think we've we had family like a lot of family moments. Uh you know, nothing, nothing really sticks out. Just the whole trip as a whole, I guess, you know, sticks out. But, you know, uh, when my son and me rode the teacups together, because my ex can't handle the spinning. Mm -hmm. So we did it once as the lame family that's just going around a circle. And then I'm <laughs> like, I go, let's go on again. I go, I'll spin it for you. And we turned the teacups into a thrill ride. And that for me was like, that's a moment I'll never ever, the look on my son's face like the smile that he had, he had his arms up in the air. Like, like that will never, like, I don't, like, I don't know. Like I'll never see his face like that again. And it's going to take a lot, but it was like that moment for me was, uh, that was great. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, the tower of terror. That was, that was a good family moment. Uh, cause my son was petrified and my ex was petrified. And, and were you uh, petrified, Ryan, or no? I was not. I, I was prepared for the Tower of Terror. <laughs> I knew it was I knew it was coming. And they uh, they thought it just dropped a little bit, and that was it. And uh, they, they weren't prepared. But the picture we have is just my son clenching both of our hands. He's sitting in the middle. He, ha he has my hand and my ex's hand. And he's just scared to death. 
And I think that was a good moment. That was a good moment. <laughs> so you have an excellent picture from it. I, yeah. I need to tell you, like, I was legitimately freaked out after the first time I went on the Tower of Terror for like a good year. Just Would, because. When, when did you first go on it? When did you first oh, go on the Tower? Just a couple years ago. And I didn't, like, same thing. I thought, okay, it's going to fall, whatever. But it's that, like, falling and then not falling and going up and falling again. It completely freaked me out. And it, it took a while for me to get back on that thing. So it was you know, legitimately scared. It's yeah, well, I remember when I first went on it when I was a kid, it only dropped once. That was it. It just went once. And now now they're doing that whole yo-yo yeah. thing. And I was uh, that that part took me by surprise. That was a fun time. Yeah, you're yeah, you used to only do it once and then it did a sequence, but they mm -hmm. got feedback and they decided they randomized the sequences now. So you never know how many drops you're going to get or what kind of drops you're going to get oh that's fantastic yeah <laughs> uh speaking of randomizing sequences and i'm going to push this everywhere i can as much as i can star tours do you guys know about star tours you know star tours obviously yes the simulator ride you mean yeah yeah um so we went on it once we get off we go do the rest of the park we're like oh let's go do it again before we leave we get on and it's a completely different scenario. And so I asked the cast member, I'm like, I'm like, how many, I go, I, I go, do you have a different scenario for every, every, you know, contraption that you have? And she goes, Oh no, we have 13 different beginnings and then over a hundred different scenarios within the ride. And that to me is incredible because it's a, it's a, it's a ride that has zero line all day long. But it's a ride that you can ride all day long and not have the same ride twice. Yeah. And that's true even in peak Disney times. Like, it's always a short ride that line yeah. for, the, for the ride. It's an underrated ride. I remember when it first started, um, they had one story. And they didn't even have Darth Vader. I was like so disappointed the first when I first opened. I went on. I was like, "How can you not have Darth Vader in the in this ride?" Yeah. <laughs> and so now he's in almost every version of it. But yeah, like you said, they change up the beginnings and the endings, and it's it's always something different. Oh yeah, when I saw Billy D. Williams pop up on the screen, I'm like, "You got to be kidding. Billy D. Williams is on the ride now. This is crazy. Billy D. Billy D. Williams. I'm talking to everybody on the thing. We're moving around. I'm like, you guys see Billy D. Williams?" <laughs> All right, Brian, I got to ask you a question because I saw this on Facebook. You said that you were brought to tears. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell us All about right. that. <clears throat> I cried multiple times. Uh, little, first, little Mermaid stage show? Was the, that the, it, was, it was the Mermaid <laughs> stage, yes. It was, when, it was when Prince Eric kissed the girl. I lost it. <laughs> uh, I, uh, we were at... We were at Galaxy's Edge, and I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. And uh, I was looking for, you know, someplace to fill a water bottle or get a drink or do something. Or just, And I took a little walk. My ex was sitting down, and I took, the, I took a corner, and I wasn't, I wasn't ready for the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and, it, and it just took me. And, and, I, and, I, and I started to, I just started to cry while I was looking at the Falcon. <laughs> I'm just, I'm a grown man by myself in Disney crying at this point. Like there was a family that looked at me and like shooed their kids away. Uh, but then when we got on Rise of the Resistance, uh, I don't know if you guys did that. Uh, I, 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 I'm a, I don't want to give anything away because I know so many people have yet to go on it. Let's do this, Brian. You can, 
you can give as much detail as you want. I will put it, I will edit in a spoiler alert that will tell people to jump ahead if they want to jump ahead to not hear the details. But. Yeah. Oh man. You know, I, I I'm not going to ruin it because I'm a big, okay. I'm a big, like, I don't want things to get ruined for people, whether it's a movie or a ride. I mean, we're in the, the line for the tower of terror and this lady's telling my ex and my son exactly what the ride is. And I'm like, why don't you just like the things right there, they're going to get on it in a second. <laughs> um, I will say it, it was, it wasn't a ride. It was an experience. Uh, and it blew my mind away every, at, at every turn, every from, once you go through that line and you enter the ride portion, it's just incredible. And I, I cried twice. I cried twice. Once uh, they put you, they put you in a, sh in a little ship and that ship stops after that ship stopped. I cried. And then, uh, and then the, the end of the ride, I, I just, after everything that happened, I, it just took me again. And, 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 my body has a, I have a weird thing with my body where I can't, I have ADHD and I can't regulate emotions. So when I feel something, I feel it a hundred percent at that moment. And uh, man, that, that was the most incredible thing I've ever been a part of in my life. So the tears were like, okay, this is so beautiful. It was just like, I am overwhelmed with all sorts of feelings right now. And the only way I can come out with is tears. Yeah. Is that yeah. Okay, I get, cool. yeah, that's exactly what happens. I get overwhelmed. Now, That's your... embellishment for a ride right there. Like, I'm not a Star Wars person, but now I'm like, okay, I have to experience this because if it brought Brian to tears with emotion, I I, I have to go now. Yeah, it, it was it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. Yeah, that, that obviously has a huge impact. But even to, to Andrea's case, like Andrea, if you're familiar with the movies at all, it's still a spectacular okay. ride. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm like I'm trying to tell my ex, like, do you understand what they just did to your head with your brain, <laughs> with your body? Like, do you understand what just happened to you? And and, uh, and she she was even taken with it, and she hates Star Wars. Like, she doesn't <laughs> even like. It's not even like, oh, I'll tolerate. It. She hates it. She hates it. So it was nice to to see her kind of turn her turn her tune a little bit. Yeah, I don't want to give anything away either, but there's a couple of things in there where it's just. Like just the size and scope, it just takes your breath away. Yeah. Even if you're not a Star just, Wars fan, it's just. It's like, how do they do this? Yeah. You know, it's like, what, like, how does this happen in real life? And, uh, and yeah, it's amazing. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Now, did you go on, uh, what is the ride where you get to steer the Millennium Falcon? I forget what it's called. Oh, yeah. Uh, a Smuggler's um, Run. Did you do yeah, that first yeah, yeah. before? Rise of the Resistance? Or? You know, we didn't. We did Rise of the Resistance first because uh, you got to get a special cue for that ride. Okay. Uh, so once that hit, I'm like, let's let's go do that. And then we'll fly the Millennium Falcon. But uh, we did the Falcon twice. I took it way more seriously than <laughs> I think I should have. Um, uh, this is good. Uh, the... You go, you, they take you into the, into the Falcon, right? They take you into the Millennium Falcon for, you know, and that's where your group waits to take a ride. Inside the Millennium Falcon, they have that chess board, right? That Chewie plays on. And, and, I, and I really want to find this for you because I think you guys will appreciate it. We're, we're in line and I, and I see that, I see the board and I see the seat 
And I just asked the lady work and I'm like, can I please take a picture sitting on that bench with the game table? And the, the cast member goes, sure. I give my ex the camera. So here's the, there's the scene. Yep. And that's the, like, that's such a horrible picture that she took. Like I'm never, <laughs> I'm never going to have that moment again. And she cut off half my head. It's blurry. You don't know where I am. It looks like I'm playing regular chess. Like I'm in the Falcon, dude. Yeah, it's like, I'm never going to have this again. <laughs> she, she zoomed in too much. It's like you're at an Italian restaurant with a checkerboard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> looks like I'm at Pizzeria Uno. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah that that was a good ride i enjoyed that very much <laughs> so would you say that's like your number one disney experience would have been that millennium falcon and smugglers uh yeah yeah all the star wars stuff for me was just over the top and amazing all right well it sounds like you guys had an awesome time and you did mm. a good job of uh being this whatever we call it now i guess it's uh, used to be a nuclear family. Now it's like the postmodern family. Everybody you know, has stuff like this. we're a family, man. That's it. Yeah. We're just a regular old family. <laughs> it's a family. You know, you don't have to. Well, half, is, half, of, half of America is like that. And the ones that get along can, you know, do it, do it. I've read like every friend it's his ex-wife and he, they have a child, but his wife gets along with the ex-wife and they all do stuff together, you know? And yeah, man, I, you know, that, and that's, that's, that's the way it should be. I think, you know, yeah, I have I have a friend, actually a friend of a friend. They um were both in their 30s. They both wanted to have kids. They both didn't want a relationship. Bingo. So <laughs> they had a kid together, and that's great. And you know what? As long as everybody's happy and the kids are happy, and who cares? We're all moving on in the right direction, I think. Yeah. 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 It was good times. It was a it was a fun trip. Good times all around. Yeah, well, that's terrific. Mm. No, this is, it's just nice. And it's really encouraging. And I think it's a good reminder to folks that, you know, as we were talking about families come in all shapes and sizes and dynamics, and there's a place for them at Disney World. There really, there really is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. Um, so, so Brian, usually we don't talk too much because we know a lot of comedians, so we usually don't talk about comedy that much, but you're, you do it pretty much full time, right? So let yeah. people know, like, are you going to be traveling around at all or just tell people to come look at for you? Uh, in Rhode Island? Yeah, you know, just go to, um, you know, we'll go wickedfunnypodcast.com. Go to wickedfunnypodcast.com. I got to, you know, we got the Wicked Funny Podcast. And from there, we got show listings and uh, and, and things like that. All but, right. Excellent. Yeah, no big trips coming up. I did my big trip. Took my family yeah. to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is fantastic. Thank you for being our guest. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. That was a great story. I'm glad you guys had such a terrific time. Uh, Andrea, you want to wrap it up? Tell Brian how yes. we wrap things up here. Sure, Brian. So what we like to end our episode and we like to say something kind of very special together. And we, and we always say it in unison and we always say it perfectly. And um, <laughs> I, I'm going, we're going to start it. And I think once we, once Scott and I start saying it, I'm sure you'll catch on to what it is and, and join on, join in and it will be uh, musical poetry as per usual. Okay. This sounds like it's going to be great. Yeah. Well, it <laughs> always is. All right, Scott, ready? One, two, three. We'll, we'll see, see you, you real soon. soon. <laughs> <laughs>